Yo, yo, yo. This is Tommy Runs, and this is the Run, Eat, Sleep Show, episode number 66. Uh, today's guest is wildly special. They all are, but this guy is awesome. Um, literally is the first black man to run across the country to, to do the transcontinental uh, run. Um, he is on a streak that is famous at this point um and has been for quite some time i think he's at, he's got to be at like 1800 something uh, days in a row at this point now uh instagram has almost 200,000 followers travels the world purposely to not skip any days so, you know like those long flights when you would probably miss a day of running he'll make the flight even longer by stopping somewhere in between um that would not be necessarily convenient for a normal person but he'll stop there just to make sure that he gets his run in for the day um today we get to talk to hella sidibe hella is known as hella good on instagram because his content is hella good that was whack but that's funny but uh, really great guy. Love this episode. I had met him in person right before this, but um, really didn't have the opportunity to really talk to him and kick it with him. Um, and when I tell you that he is the same in person um, as he is on these on Instagram and on these interviews, the energy that he brings to everything is absolutely contagious. And I know that you're going to love it. I know that you probably are tired of me talking at this point because you want to hear Hella. So here we go. Hella Sidibe, thank you so much. While you're listening to this or before you listen to it, pause, stop it, subscribe to this channel, subscribe to this podcast, share it with a friend, all that stuff. Get a pen and paper out so you can take notes because he literally was dropping gems and analogies the whole time. Thanks so much, Hella, for joining us and enjoy the episode. Uh, bada boom bada bing or I don't know how people do it alright I'll let y'all go there we go are we, are we yeah good? we are good you hear me there you go cause I've been trying to get on but it wasn't working yeah no like Instagram is like is it, it so this this platform to do a show like this is is fun it's cool because it's live but then at the same time like it, it there's issues that come with it so yeah. um, it, it could be it could be a little tough what's going on yeah. bro how are you doing, Tommy? Man, I'm doing good. I mean, I'm excellent now. Like, I, I, I've been wanting you on the show for a minute, and it was cool that I was able to ask you, like, kind of in person, so that was pretty dope. Yeah, yeah, that was dope. It was yeah, awesome. Yeah. So, uh, so, yeah, well, I mean, we can, we'll, let's start from the beginning. I don't want to start often because often it was, like, pretty recent. So, let's, uh, let's uh, kind of start from the beginning, bro. Like, um, a lot of people may have caught, like, the Rich Roll show and, or podcast and then a couple other, you know, there's some other things that you've done. But for those of us that, like, don't really know, like, a lot about you and the backstory and we're catching up to, like, on day 1400 or, like, the Transcontinental, all this other stuff, like, how do, where, where's the origin story of Hella? Uh, born and raised in West Africa, Mali. So, um, I spent almost half of my life there now, more half of my life in the U.S., but, um, Came here as a teenager, went to high school, um, played Division One soccer and played professionally, but um, never was into running. In fact, I hated running. I feared running. I couldn't stand anything that had anything to do with running because I just saw it as a punishment. Yeah, um, yeah. If, you, if anybody played sports in the U.S., any little trouble you get into, the coach will say, hey, get on the line. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, But uh, back uh, almost five years ago, I just decided to do something that I was afraid of. I wanted to hold myself accountable. And I started running every day, and today I'm completed day 1,693 consecutive days, and we're still going. 
That is, I mean, that's ridiculous though, because that's that's five plus years, right? Uh, almost five years. Almost, almost five, five years. years. Almost five, five years. years. That is that is absolutely insane. Like to think that like, like I'm impressed the fact that I like get up every day out of the bed for that many days in a row. <laughs> okay. You know what I'm saying? It's pretty crazy. Um, but like, so talk to me about like you know, it's like you were you were this wasn't like you were just playing a little bit of soccer. Like you were really good at it. So like, can you talk to me about like? what life was like then and then when did like running become a thing you know like when did it start i grew up in a country where soccer is the number one sport we we love playing the game after school that's all we did um but we played it for the joy of it so when i came to the u.s yes i was one of the talented players but there's so much running and yeah. yes you need to run in order to play the game you cannot play soccer without running it involves a lot of running but when you're playing when you're training there's a lot that consists with it. We're talking about right. winning 50-50 balls, like defending, attacking, yeah. um, kind of putting your opponent in a situation where you can win the ball or they're trying to get the ball from you. So there's so much aspect of the game that keeps your mind off of from just running. And you know you have to sprint. You mm -hmm. get tired. But when uh, it started shifting toward, like, you got to run, you got to get fit, you got to get this and that, when I started losing the joy of, of the game because it was so much involved with just running, running, and as a punishment, too. Like, I was in breakfast club because... I didn't make a fitness test. So you don't make a time in a fitness test. You have to go into breakfast club. And, and you do fitness there. And and you go join the team to train and do the fitness with the team. So you're already beat up. So there's no really way to catch up. So uh, it, it, it just became, it was a mental thing. And it was a fear thing for you, uh, for me, because of how I saw it. And uh, the whole running, I've, people say, hey, have you ever run your whole life? Yeah, I, I guess I ran in a game. I was in a long distance runner. It's a yeah. completely different ball game. I'm yeah. um, running long distance, then running at an anaerobic state soccer sprint, jog, walk, sprint, jog, walk. And um, just started going in 2017. And it was just a, a way of me falling in love with it. Zero pressure. I took my time yeah. and just found so much joy and stopped. I stopped worrying about anyone yelling at me. And yeah. it was just me versus me and, and enjoying it. And now um, so I. Yeah, I mean, what was like? What was that early? Like those couple? Like what was that first decision? Like, hey, I'm gonna. Because I've heard you talk about it before a little bit. And was yeah. it just like, um, I'm gonna start running today, and then the next day you said I'll do it again, or was it yeah. more of a? It was. It was a two weeks goal. I started with two weeks. Two so weeks. I got to a point in life. Um, I talked about it a lot in um, virtual podcasts, and I also have a podcast. Um, running through my mind where I mentioned the story. Of you get to a point in life where nothing's really working working out your way, and I was at a at a state where I felt like I was I was I was depressed, but I couldn't admit it. I thought mm -hmm. I was just frustrated when things are not going your way in life, and you're just trying to figure out who you are. And the only thing that I can think of that I can control was my well being. And I'm an athlete, and athletic stuff comes to your mind. Like I know whenever I told myself I'm gonna go to the gym every day for a week, three days in. And then I stopped. So I wanted to actually hold myself accountable right. and tackle something I'm afraid of. So I asked myself what that is. And running was the first thing that hit my mind. And some of the things that encouraged me was I'm a huge car enthusiast. I watch a lot of car YouTube videos. Mm -hmm. There's a car YouTuber, um, uh, Supercars of London. He was talking about, I'm not an athlete. I want to try running. I'm like, man, if you can do it, I'm a division one okay. professional. All right. I can get running. So yeah. you get encouragement from little sides. But it all ultimately came down to... From me having like a, a look at myself in a mirror moment and trying to be truthful and honest with myself. Stop making excuses. Yes, some of the excuses we make in life are valid, 100%. Because mm -hmm. some excuses are really real. There's certain things that we can't do anything about. But it's up to us to do what we can do with what we can do. And for me, it was to 
hold myself being consistent in any in life mm-hmm. and um to be consistent is something that i was also afraid of and that's when i started the run thing and it was two weeks ago and yeah i like i like that you i like that you started well a couple of things i like that you started at, at a two-week goal because i mean like as, as you've heard people because of the things that you know you i mean obviously people were doing were run, doing run streaks before you but you know you you made it a a big thing like you you blew it out and i mean I, I'm, we can get to how that kind of blew up as well but it ended up being like a big thing and then now like you know run streaks is really taking off and like congrats mm-hmm. on the congrats on the new york times piece that was pretty Thank dope you. i'm picking uh, up that paper tomorrow yeah hey, you have to bro i need <laughs> yeah. you need to put that in like a in like in, in a glass case somewhere you know <laughs> Um, but so like, I, I just like the fact that, you know, cause nowadays you see people will say like, Hey, I'm going to do a run. They're already runners a lot of times, you know, not every yeah. time, but then they say like, Hey, I want to do a run streak. I'm going to do a year. And so they're starting with these like crazy goals, which is great. Yeah. And a lot of people knock it out and then they're great. And then they end up on, you know, you give them a shout out on your story, but yeah. I just like how, how relatable the fact that you said, I want to start off at two weeks, 14, yes. 14 days. And yes. Then now, I mean, now we're at, you know, 600 and, you know, 70 something or 80 more days, you know, extra. So it's like, I I just like the fact that you approached it in such a um, normal way because you wouldn't think that you did. It's uh, because it it had to be something attainable for me. Yeah. And it wasn't like even like going out 10 minutes the first couple of days. It wasn't because I wasn't capable of doing more than that. It's Mm -hmm. because I didn't want any pressure. It was just I know that it's attainable. Sometimes it's about doing something that. If I was to tell myself, oh, go run 10 miles every day for two weeks, yeah. I, that was not Yeah, yeah, no way, no way, yeah. So I had to start with something that was small, that was tenable. And I'm actually grateful that I didn't know that people shrieked. I had, I was ignorant to it. Yeah. So what? the reason I say that is, too, because outside pressure. Now, if I hadn't known that people shriek, I'm like, maybe I would have compared to people. Oh, my God, this so-and-so person's been doing it for years. Like, I'm just starting. Like, so it was just like the, the beautiful part about the story for me was, it was just about me versus myself, finding my true self and proving myself right for being accountable and being something that's attainable, like we just said. Yeah, like, and I, also the second thing I liked about that, the beginning process for you was like, you know, that life was, you know, life was going a little left or whatever, and it just wasn't, right. you know, things were just were tough. And um, like we all come to those points and, you know, mental health is is more towards the forefront now, like now, um, than yeah. even more so than like five years ago. So the mm-hmm. fact that like, you know, you saying like, I couldn't just say that I was depressed or say I was going through something, mm-hmm. but you decided like, I'm going to do something about it because yeah. I, uh, just in like November, I decided like I was kind of going through one of those same moments where, I mean, I don't know if I was depressed, but it was just like a lot was going on, you know, mm-hmm. and, and it was good stuff, bad stuff, you know, like it was just too much. And so I decided to do like a 30 day yoga thing, but uh-huh. Like, just those small things that, you know, you take your own, you know, not destiny, but you take your control of what you can control. Because yes. so, life is so crazy. Things are going to happen. You can walk outside and, you know, whatever happens, right? But you can control, like, hey, today I'm going to get up and I'm going to go outside that. and I'm going to yoga, I'm going to run, I'm going to whatever. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. So, like, I just like the fact that you looked at it from that standpoint instead of just like and you didn't even know like you didn't know like hey i'm gonna go do what everybody else is doing you're like i'm gonna do this for me no idea so like and then the comparison thing like so when you so when you got to like you know after you you kept going after day 14 what what point did you realize that like this also is a thing like other people are doing this oh you know the thing is okay before even getting there within a week i knew it was gonna be more than two weeks so i ran to my then girlfriend now she i was like 
Bell. Oh my gosh. I think I can do this for the rest of my life. I don't want <laughs> to get ahead of myself. Yeah, yeah. I do this every day for 365 days. Every day. And still had no clue. Um, and uh, this, was after, th- this was after day 14 you decided that you were going to do for 365? Oh, yeah in, the, no, yeah. in the middle of that, before even getting to 14, I oh, just yeah. knew. You can just feel it. And I just told her about it. And then she's like, yeah, that's really cool. So I just went for 365 days. Um, and in the middle of that, too, like even she convinced me to put on social media. This wasn't designed for YouTube. It wasn't designed yeah, for yeah. Instagram. It was a personal thing, very important. Only a few people close to me knew I was doing this running yeah. everyday thing. Yeah. And in fact, because of her, um, I have the hella good family because she convinced me and said, hey, we got to put this on YouTube. This is really cool. Yeah. And I finally, day 163 was my first ever running video, why I run every day. Wow, wow. Um, and that went viral. And um, people asked me, are you still doing it? We started updating people. But even at that point, at 365 days, um, I didn't know people, anyone shrieked. I, I was, I can't even act like I did. Few people were starting to come in. Oh, I, I'm too old because of you. I started running now. Mm-hmm. Wow, I didn't know this was possible. I thought I had to take a day off. Yeah. I'm like, you don't have to take a day off. Like anything, there's not a one way to do things. And um, humbly, like you said, very humbly, I, I said that. Um, I, I believe that my uh, we we made uh, running shrieking relevant. It's not that no one was doing it because obviously I found that people were doing it way longer than me but made it relevant, made people say, you know what, I can do it. Because mm-hmm. before then, even when people are talking to me, everybody thought, even just to be a runner, you gotta be a, the LA Kipchokis, you gotta yeah, be, yeah, yeah. no, you can run a minute and you're a runner. That's yeah. just the level that you're at. Yeah. It's just the different levels of doing it. So you don't have to be this high guy, fast or long, whatever it is. Um, and so bringing relevancy into that was really important to me because it wasn't about me anymore. Um, I realized it's much bigger than myself. Um, running is a privilege. So seeing that now people are taking their own Shrikan and making it how it is and bringing and now people are creating their own channel, yeah. their own Instagram. We're the only YouTube channel out there that was running. Yeah. There, you, if you put on YouTube running, yeah. I would have been coming up. And now to see so many people coming up, and I love seeing that because it shows that we can all do it. It's not just me. I'm not just that one special guy. I just decided to be consistent. So you can be consistent. And then don't feel bad because I'm doing it. Someone else is doing it. Go in on your own journey. Use them as inspiration, as motivation, and find your own route through it. And I think that's very important. Um, and and creditors do what creditors do. And I still will, even if you listen to anything that I've said, yes, I decided to run every day, but I do have to mention that there's one guy that did car YouTube videos that made me want to get up. I'm like, if he's a car YouTuber, yeah, man, yeah. Athlete, he said he wants to run, I can do it, you yeah. know? So I was, even the first day, the, the first video I did running every day, day 163, I said I was inspired by a car YouTuber too, as well. Yeah. And and I think it's very important to give credit where credit is due, because even if you may start something, um, there's other people who get you to, to be where you want to be, or get you motivated to get to certain areas that you want to be in life. Yeah, I, I just, like, I'm just, I like the fact that, I'm just still stuck on the fact that, like, you just decided 14 days, and then just yeah. blew it out to, like... And and I, I kind of appreciate that that vibe where you just you're in a moment and you realize like wow this is going really well I like it a lot and before 14 yeah. days you're just like um like because when I went vegan I was like day 10 in and I'm like I think this is gonna be a thing forever you know and you just kind of feel like it, it's it ma- it's making you feel good you're 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 committed to it you have a yeah. reason to get up and all that good stuff so I think that that's just that's just super yeah. dope to hear you say that um, and I. That whole the whole concept of like no pressure. I mean, I've heard you say that before, um, 
and it's it was kind of like it's kind of easy it was easy easier for you at the time because you didn't know that this was a thing and nobody was like blowing it up and putting it in your face to say like hey we're all run streaking you know um but so can you just talk about like you know now that like because this world is so like pressure driven and oriented because we can see what everybody's doing now you know Mm -hmm. like so how does someone you know go about doing a new thing um and taking the pressure out of it you know do it for yourself first like it doesn't matter like and if it's negative forget it. If it's positive, use that as a fuel system. So do it for yourself. There's zero, There's never any pressure. We create pressure within ourselves because we're trying to live up to an expectation. Live up to your own expectation. I have expectation for myself. And my, I have a, uh, my thing is, no matter the circumstances, um, you will not see me run on a treadmill and count that as my daily run. It has to be outside. Mm. Yes, I, I will run on a treadmill, but that's extra run. So that's my own thing. So do your own thing. So there's that there's no pressure. Outside noise might, like we hear the saying, the dogs will always bark, whether they're happy or not. So yeah. sometimes you're going to do something the best of your ability or the way people want you to do it. There's still going to be people who are going to oppose to it. So, so the dog I mean, will the always bark. Head, the dogs will always bark. I like That's that. my mindset. Whether you, whatever you do or you don't do, dogs are always going to be barking. So yeah. don't worry about what people have to say because people are always going to have something to say. If it's negative, leave it out. If it's positive, take it in well because that's what you need and keep moving forward and for me i have till this point even being in the public eye being on all these things um running across the country making history i still feel like i have zero pressure because i give myself permission if i have to stop running today i give myself permission to stop i don't have any pressure to keep this streak going on to be a thing no because that's what makes me love it i don't have any pressure if i if i get up tomorrow and i'm being really honest right now if i get up tomorrow and I go run, and I absolutely hate it to the core, and it's making me not feel good mentally, especially my mental health. If it's putting me in a situation where I remember five years ago where I was gonna go in a mm-hmm. wrong path, mm-hmm. I'm gonna be the first one to go on social media and say, hey, what's up, my beautiful people? Today's the end of the day of, of the streak. I can't do it again because it's not good for me and my mental health, and I gotta move on, and I promise you guys, I'll find something else to do. Who knows, It'll be maybe I'll be like rowing or something, but <laughs> if, if it, yeah. So knowing that I give myself permission to to stop, yeah. that's no pressure. So a lot of people may think, oh, you got to keep like beating what you did the year before. Even like I did the biggest thing that maybe I could have ever done is running across the country. Like, do I have to top that? I don't have any pressure to top that. No, yeah, if you I mean, keep chasing to top things, your whole life is going to be chasing what's next, what's next. I think it's important to just focus on little things and anything that comes your way, you tackle it the way. Ideas will come, event, events will come, adventures will come. So don't worry about beating what, what you've done already. I, even this year, talking about running 5,000 miles, a lot of people are talking about, are you going to do 6,000 next year? That's not my plan at all. I'm not trying to always beat. beat. My life can't be about always beating what's come. That opportunity came because I knew I was going to have to squeeze a lot of miles in, in a short amount of time. It was an opportunity now to, to take advantage of that and get a bigger one. But that's not the goal again. So um, knowing that it's okay to do you, to be you, to not worry about anybody else, would be it and um i will say i give credit to everybody out there hustling and doing their best because at the end of the day you are doing your best that's what's important and when you want to start anything in life in journey in life and this is the analogy i use you know when you go to the grocery store you go buy bread you go in the bread aisle you see tons of bread brands <laughs> yeah. so many companies so none of those bread companies were like oh my god this guy is making bread already i'm not gonna make my own bread they all go and make their own bread so don't worry about it. Go make your own bread and do you and focus your energy on yourself and the right people will be along and 
the the people who are gonna want you to succeed and i want everybody to succeed and i really mean that because i know in life we all have one thing in common we want to be successful being able to take care of ourselves or families yeah. and friends and why is it am i any more special than you that i want to get it and i don't want you to get it and yeah. at that point that's selfish of me so um just think that there's people like that out there that want you to succeed and don't have any pressure if any pressure comes to that leave that aside and move on because it's not worth it at the end of the day well i think uh, number one i don't i, I think that tomorrow you're going to go out and you're going to love it you know just like you did before but yeah. you know and if you ever decided to stop running we now know that what your, your next thing will be like to write down like <laughs> cards and analogies and things like that because the dogs will always bark i think I'll, I'll never forget that and then the make and then you topped it i think with the everybody's making their own bread i mean that's i mean yeah. that is dope though because there are so many of us that like really want to do something whether it's you know a run streak or or you know anything it's and it's like well something that's already been done before or whatever but yeah. the concept that so, there is nobody like you though there's i mean it it sounds like lame to say who are you exactly. yeah it sounds like lame or whatever but it's true like if you look at you know there's 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 shoe reviewers out there and you know if you look at all their you look, watch all the videos there's none no, none of them are going to be the same they're all going to have they're going to have their own followers for their own reasons and you just have to go and forget the running part, like whatever it is, you just have to go yeah. try it. Yeah, and this is from Gary V. Actually, um, I follow Gary V. People are afraid to to flower, to shower other people because they think that they're gonna lose what they have and they're gonna gain. Like people like are zero, afraid to yeah zero sum game. Yeah. No, you shouldn't be afraid because your people, your core of supporter, came to you for a reason. And if you're trying to get someone else to shine or to come along the journey. You're not gonna lose, and in it, you're not gonna lose anybody. In fact, you you you're gaining better things in life, and in terms of helping others, there's no better feeling than helping others. So, um, when people are when when people are like not trying to help others because they're afraid because they might lose what they got, that's when you're actually gonna lose what you got because you're just stuck to yourself. Um, if it becomes too selfish, me me me, I think it can only go far. And for me, I prove it to myself within the first year that I can run every day. And within the first year, I already, my mindset was made. This is not about you anymore, Hello, This is bigger than you. Mm -hmm. Running is a privilege that not everyone has. And I'm going to use that privilege of mine and doing it for something great. I've done races. I've done a mile, 5K, marathon, half marathon on my own. But actual races, I joined. But every time I went to do those races, it had nothing to do with my personal uh, ego. Like, oh, I got to go get this PR. It was all about I dedicated to somebody. Um, I did a run for suicide awareness um i did a run dedicated my first half marathon to a family that was terminally ill um i've done i i do it for a purpose because it comes down to it so um having a reason to do it for something that's bigger than yourself i think that's gonna take you a long way so when you want to help others also i think that's very important um so i think about gary v a lot with a lot of things that we do in life because people are afraid to to help because they don't want to lose what they got you got nothing to lose but a lot to gain um, because you're doing what's right. And if we all imagine if we all give a, a, a helping hand, mm. even if it's the little things. And I know that I'm not like uh, a millionaire, but I know I can use running to help. Yeah. I can raise money for something. So that's my, my way of doing it. Um, maybe I can donate my time to go do something else. So we all give a helping hand. And I think um, we can all go very far. And I think that's very important 
for everybody. Yeah. And that's also going to help you with your own personal growth as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there is no growth there. I mean, there is no growth like holding tight onto like this one thing that you think that you need to need to be. Yeah. I mean, because I mean, that's literally you're, I mean, you're just standing still at that point. And mm-hmm. um, I mean, I think like that whole concept of like not, you know, wanting other people to succeed is just I mean, that's how like. That's how the world, I mean, that's how the world's structured. Like the, you know, you go to work and you don't want to lose your job to the next person or whatever, you know? So it's like the structure is there for us to kind of like protect what we have. Um, But at the same time, like, I mean, I understand that. But then at the same time, you, the more you reach out, the more you, you root for somebody else and they return that energy to you. More out for everybody. Yeah. All of us in the world. There's so much for all of us. In the and, world. and you don't know what doors that'll open either. Just being open to like having people, you know, exactly. come into your life, or you just supporting someone else. Exactly. Um, but like back to like the to the to the to the run street because I mean that's still yeah. th- that's still a thing for you. Um, what's like the in the beginning? And it, I mean, it sounded like you like loved it immediately, but you know there had to be something. Like what's one of, what's one of the harder things that you went through um, in the beginning to stay you know, going? Was there issues or whatever? That's a funny question that I think is funny because people ask me this. Honestly, Nothing. I've, I've never had a day where I'm like, oh my God, I absolutely, I don't know what to do. I've had days where I'm in pain. Yeah. Like, I'm okay, well, that, that's that's difficult. Like, yeah, so. that's different. When I was running across the country, my knee is blown up, swollen, sack of liquid behind the knee, shin is swollen. I have blister where you can actually see my flesh every time it's friction against my shoes or socks. It's stinging. So those days were miserable days, but not just because of purely running. Those are side of parts of running yeah. that comes on. But I really never had a day where I was just like, man, this is rough. This is because guess what? No one is making me do this. I'm doing this. Yeah. And just knowing that, that no one's making me get up and do this. I'm doing this. It, it put me on a mental place where I'm like, it's not, it doesn't suck. Yeah. You know? Yeah, there's going to be days when it's freezing outside. I don't. Yeah. The temp- it's not running that I hate. It's the temperature that I hate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? There's going to be days where, like, it's super hot outside. It's not the temperature that I hate again. It's the it's not the running that I hate. It's the, the temperature, the heat. Yeah. So I've never been in a point where, because of running itself, where I felt like it was absolutely miserable because of it. But it's just the other factors, like having posturation pain, yeah, having yeah. these little injuries that comes with it. And that's about it, John. That's the answer to that. Not because of just running, because I just, I love it. I really do. It yeah. makes me feel invincible. It makes me feel like I can do, and especially when you finish, it, there's yeah. no better feeling. No better. Yeah, feeling. it's like I've like dreaded to go on a run before, but I never, at the end of the run, um, regretted going on the run. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like it's, it's, you just got to get out the door sometimes. Yeah, you might be a little mad and pissed that your, your toe's about to fall off. <laughs> yeah, or like yeah, yeah, toenail or whatever. It's just yeah. like you just got to patch it up and keep going. Um, exactly. So like yeah, I mean, because you, you talked about the transcontinent a little bit, and and like I ha- I have zero notes about that because I just want to hear like the story about it because I've I mean I've heard it, but I just think it's it's just fun to talk about. So like, yeah. but before we get to there, like the the kind of like you seem you know obviously a very positive person and you know very into connecting and all that stuff with everybody else and rooting other people on. Yes. I feel like there's an interesting story. How did you get to the point where you were like, hey, I'm gonna run across? the country it was like my first year of the street running was a daily routine and i needed something harder <laughs> I, I literally said to myself it's a daily routine and i know there's days where you have harder days like if you run hard you yeah. have hills but i wanted something even harder and i'm like i got out of the shower i'm sitting at the dining table area. i'm like i need something hard i'm like hmm i'm running every day imagine doing coast to coast if i'm doing every day anyway and 
I, I told my uh, I told Belle that's why I called my 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 girl. Yeah. I was Belle. I want to run across the country. She looked at me. She's like, uh oh, because she knows that whenever I said I'm gonna do something, I'll do it. Because mm-hmm. I'm I'm very that driven about things. And then um, just started. I didn't even the, the ignorance in me didn't even know people did this. <laughs> I thought I was gonna be the first one ever probably at that point. <laughs> I'm not kidding you guys. I didn't know. And then we did research to find out there's like 300 plus people who has completed this. Um, but. Trans- it's not many people um and then did research and actually um found robbie ballinger who was about to finish literally behind my house my neighborhood in the park across and i went to meet him these last 17 miles to do five miles with him i was so inspired by his energy i did the last 17 miles with him but the first time i met robbie i said hey robbie i'm hella and i'm gonna run across the country that's that's what i said to him and he gave me this look i will never forget it wasn't like who is this cocky guy it was like I think this guy is actually like, it's crazy enough to do it. Energy you can read people. Yeah. Because I was that driven about it and um and I had to do it and I, I wanted to do it. It was in the back of my mind um for two years and COVID happened and with twenty twenty and I wanted to be about people. It wasn't about me. I wanted all of us to come together. So we waited till um earlier last year, mm-hmm. um actually March first to start and we put everything together. And got it done. And I'm one of those people that I get ideas and I want to do it. Like, I did my first 50 miler before I did my first marathon run. <laughs> I want to, on a Sunday, I woke up one day. I remember um, September of 2019. I went on Instagram. What's up, my beautiful people? I'm going to go run 50 miles. The, <laughs> the night before Sunday, I told my girl, she's like, what are you doing? Didn't even prep for it. And the fact that I said it, I had to hold myself accountable. Yeah. And I almost literally passed out a mile 40. I was seeing stars. Wasn't eating enough, was dehydrated, yeah. and I finished the last 10 miles to make it 50. Lost 10 pounds, my ribcage was showing, um, my eyes were sunk in, I documented everything, it's on my YouTube channel. But I had something that I that's important enough to me to do, and I wanted to do it, so the run across America came like that. And then I said, there's no way around it, I hella CDB will run across the country. And I talked about it so much that yeah. people on my YouTube channel were like, do it already, you've been talking I know, about like, it. yeah, let's get it going. <laughs> <laughs> it was gonna happen, and I'm glad that um, we made it happen. So okay, let's let's just talk about the you know the start of this. So you, you started in New Jersey, right? I actually started in California. Oh, you started in California. I'm sorry, you came yeah, back, right? Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. 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 Because you finished at home. Yeah. Yep. Um, so like, what was the? I mean, what was that like? Like, I mean, what was the? What are some of like the the big takeaways that you have about you know the country? I mean, because you ran through. Um, the country was going through and has been going through a tough time. Like it's not like it, you didn't run this in like 2019 when everything was great, you know. Um, there was a lot going on. Too. Yeah. Even there was human right issues, and I don't see that as politics. There's political stuff going on. Um, I knew I was getting myself in a situation where it could be dangerous. Yeah. Uh, not just the running physical part, but just anything. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, we're in a world where there's still hatred, but. One thing before I even say anything about the negative stuff, which I don't like to talk about so much, there's much better people on this world, good people than bad, 100%, no doubt about that. Mm-hmm. And this was reassuring to me doing the run across America. But running, um, I've gotten to areas that were really scary. Um, it was really scary, uh, especially. And when I was doing this, I knew I could have been the, the first colored black person to do this. Um, but that wasn't the, the priority for me. The priority for me was a task of delivering to raising money for souls for souls. Mm-hmm. I did it for a nonprofit. It wasn't about a selfish thing or first thing to thing, whatever. But that was also important um, to make to 
to show the world that it doesn't matter who you are, you can do anything you put your mind to. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got to areas where there's very um, a lot of racial stuff. It, it really was. Um, uh, my first week, I was chased by a lady that wanted to stab me. Um, this is in California. And I think she was probably on drugs. That's the, That was my takeaway from it. It didn't look like she was normal. Um, I was in a situation in Oklahoma where an officer almost pulled his gun out on me. And I was very shaken by that. Um, and we documented everything. And uh, he didn't believe my story when I said I was going to run I'm running across the country for a nonprofit until a couple um, came in. And they were actually chasing, like, looking for me. And I see them, like, this is weird. Why are these people in the middle of nowhere mm-hmm. coming, like, walking? And they came in and said, you're the guy. Or someone told us um, about you. Here's money for the nonprofit. And we want to donate. Good job. Right, and I right. was like, oh, so you are actually doing this. I was like, I've been telling you, sir. Right. Um, and, wow. Uh, that was scary. And uh, Missouri, um, at, by a high school, I had a bunch of kids decided to call me the N word while mm. they're leaving the high school. Racial slurs, getting flicked off. Uh, I had those situations. Um, but when those tough time came, I always reminded myself my reason of doing this is bigger than anything. Yeah. And I knew that I decided to do this, so I wasn't gonna let anything get me. The task was to get it done. So, but putting that aside. Um, there's so many incredible people, so many amazing people, people offering me water. They're like, it looks like you're going far. People are offering me rides. I'm like, no, I got to yeah. keep running. It's not about that. And um, that well, was cool about it. That's just the, the humanity part of it. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, because I mean, you mentioned like maybe three or four things that went wrong on yeah. a 3,000 plus mile trip, you know, in how many days? 84 days. 84 days, you had three things happen, you know, out of, out of like, out of line. But so, yeah. like, what were one of the things that, like, really stood out that, you know, on, a, on, on the good side? I mean, the positive side that, like, almost shocked you because it was oh. just so, so crazy. Let me tell you, the Navajo Reservation, the res, I don't know if you know that, that mm-hmm. exists in America. Yeah, yeah. People, yeah. Incredible people. Um, when I got into New Mexico, oh, man, like, uh, my first pacer started coming in. This guy... Zach, I'll never forget him. Him and his sister, Kylie. Kylie knew he was been following me for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. And said, hey, Zach told his, uh, her brother, uh, come and meet Hella. We got in. Zach was a runner. So they came in my first day. He paced me for 15 miles. And he asked me for my number so he can get my location and paced me the next day. And he came out the next day for 30 miles. This guy did 45 miles with me Jeez. in two days. And um, he, I, I learned about the Diné people, the natives. And um, the message travels so quick. When yeah. you're in the, the reservation... Someone will tell someone else there's a runner coming in. They're ready to receive you. People wow. are making ten gifts. I saw I, one necklace I got from a family um, that gave us a uh, their, uh, that that were in the area. Like yeah. I wear every day uh, as a run. And then someone made a keychain. I put it in my pocket. It was like a lucky charm for me. Yeah. Uh, we had a gentleman offer his land for us to park the RV because you're in the middle of nowhere, but they have the land, but there's nothing there. So we're not on the road if any car flies by in the middle of the night, so you don't get hit. Um, so amazing people. Um, somebody saw me. It looks like you look like you can eat. You look hungry. <laughs> so I said, you know what? I'm good. I have my RV five miles ahead, but I'm gonna take this money and donate it to the running that I was doing. Yeah. Um, people are offering money. People that you would think that don't even have a dollar to their name by just the way that they look, and they still give money because. And it shows you how good humanity is, and uh, it's it's incredible. People stop offering water. People would. Tr- I had people drive as far as 11 hours just to come run a few miles with me. Someone drove two hours to come give us food just to run two mi- two miles with me. Wow. And it made me even think that I don't think I'm a bad person, but it makes you want to be a better person and go out of your way a bit more for people. Because I'm yeah. thinking these people are driving 
hours just to spend 30 minutes of their time with me to support me to help me so that was really incredible and uh, I thought that that it was like awesome to see that we're on a good path uh, I know we see a lot of negative things yeah, yeah. not to say the negative things aren't real because we gotta realize some of these things out there even if the news is making it a little worse it's real it's reality yeah. I've been in an area where like confederate flags but also seeing Hitler and the Nazis sign like I'm just like mm. and they're selling these shirts. oh we have videos um, if I still have proof <laughs> it's, it's, it's really scary yeah. and it was like when that area, I was very, like, I couldn't wait to get out of that area. Um, I stopped and did a quick video, Instagram video to show, and people were staring at me. And we, I was by me and my best friend and my little brother was there helping at the time. We're the only colored people there. And uh, I saw this guy, saw that we were uncomfortable. He basically gave me, he looked like a, a visitor. He was the only one wearing a mask. He looked at me, basically like nodded his head, like, hey, I'm with you. I yeah, understand. Right, like, right. I, like, and that was kind of like relieving, but yeah there's negative things but there's so many beautiful positive things um that happened there that wasn't physical the physical yeah. part also is different like i got beat up in the mountains but <laughs> <laughs> he's like oh yeah i got beat up in the mountains um yeah. i forget that <laughs> i want to know that story though <laughs> yeah you just dropped it what's that story <laughs> well the thing is um running in new jersey 92 some feet above sea level yeah i guess i'm like 200 feet elevation you go on a 20 mile run you yeah. get like Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I got west. And I'm so happy I didn't see the 3D map of the U.S. I know there's mountains out west. Uh, I run. People started tweeting it, like, this is what hell is running through to put things into perspective. Oh, my gosh. I was never below 3,000 feet, by the way, before. And gaining three, 4,000 feet per day yeah, per yeah. run. And um, climbing these mountains. And me being me, I said, I'm running across the country. There's no walking. And I'm literally ultra trouting so i'm shuffling my feet like i look like a 90 year old person running <laughs> and i had my brother one day literally power walk by me he's like hello why don't you just walk i'm faster than you walking i said adam i'm, I'm running leave me alone i would use my pull yeah. and you guys have seen videos fast days slow days all kind of days yeah and this mountain running up the mountain running up sometimes straight for 13 miles like elevation gain and my knee started swelling up shin splints yeah talk to um, me about the 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 bubble what, what in your knee what was that there was like a, a liquid, sack of liquid behind my knee. My IT band was done and I had to start taking turmeric to get swelling down. I was in so much pain. And the way that I looked at it, I was like, I was like a ping pong ball and the mountain was smacking me back and forth. Yeah. And I, and I was really, uh, personally, I was personally disappointed in my, um, my March month mileage uh, because I didn't want to do less than 30 miles a day. Mm -hmm. And it was the height, like above a marathon. And I ended up running 875, 76 miles. And I was really like, I wasn't, I, I, I was a little disappointed personally. Um, it wasn't a bad thing because I, wanted, then, I told my sponsors 100 days or less. But this is the thing about pressure. Myself, I wanted 85 days or less. I didn't tell that to the world. That was a secret with me and, and my girl and, and my crew. Um, I said 100 days because I knew I was capable of running across the country in 100 days. That's 32 miles a day. Um, I've had days, I've had like weeks where I've done 35 miles a day for a week and felt really good and comfortable. Um, but uh, knowing that and when April came, my body was getting stronger, which is weird, but it was also destroyed at the same time. Mm -hmm. So it was healing for what it went through, but it's already beat up. You're depleted now. Your muscles are a little smaller now. Your legs mm -hmm. don't have as much strength. But the fact that I wasn't so much in the mountain, that was my territory and I was ready to eat. I was like, okay, game time. We're not doing less than 40 miles a day now. And right. then went up to, we're not doing less than 44 miles a day now. To get up to 47 miles a day, to get up to getting some uh, 50 milers. So April was my, my strongest month because 
I was more flat. It was a lot of rolling hills, but in an area where I was able to run 1,225 miles. And I, my pace was incredible. I, I, I didn't even, you don't really even give yourself credit till I go back on my yeah. and look at those. Yeah. I'm like, wow, I was actually moving way faster. Like consecutively every day, 40 plus miles um, in April. So I was able to really push it when the body was kind of healed. Right. But it wasn't. It was depleted, but it was healed from what the mountain did to it. So I always think about that mountain. And every time I go back out west, I see those mountains in the airplane. When I'm landing, I'm like, I get like PTSD. I'm like, yeah, 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 don't, yeah, yeah. Just don't <laughs> take me back there. <laughs> it, it literally left a scar on me. I feel like there's, I, I feel like there's certain places in the country now that you're just not gonna go yeah. just because elevation. We're talking about it. And when you see these ultra runners in the mountains at ten thousand feet, I'm like, kudos to you. I'm good at my ninety-two feet above sea level here. Yeah, exactly. Those, Exactly. Um, and so, and talk about like the pain. I mean, you had like shin splints and, and the bubble or sack of liquid thing yeah, behind the knee. Out of line. Yeah. A what? My hip was um, out of line. I had my right feet, uh, my right leg was two inches shorter than my left leg. So every time I was landing, it felt like I was uneven. And I had to have a, a, a physical therapist trying to help me via video. And she came in and helped me align. So there's so much, yeah. So, but so like my advice to people watching the video, like, I mean watching this, would be to not continue, you know, at that moment. But I mean, you're doing something that's, you know, obviously a much bigger thing. Like, and you signed on for all this stuff. Yeah. But to not to say like, what's their advice to have people push through like an injury? But what's your, what's your what's the advice? Like, how did you get through those moments and continue? I mean, because maybe if it's not like you know, it, it could be you know, work issues for people or like. Yeah weather or like just you know the people are in their head and not feeling well or whatever how do you continue through like those hard moments though like that first of all this may sound crazy and i thought i used my grandfather before he passed was crazy talking to himself talk talk to yourself a lot mm -hmm. literally i'm ta i'm having conversation with myself hello you sign up for this you want to sit down and take it short today you'll make it up tomorrow but either way it has to be made up but do you want to suffer a little bit today and make tomorrow a little easier or you want to make today easier and suffer tomorrow. So you got to decide. But the job must get done. That was my mentality. And for someone who wants to be a little more cautious, you can be cautious. But it doesn't mean to give up. It means just give a little bit. If you were able to go an hour, but now you're in so much pain that an hour seems like eternity, cut it to 20 minutes. You know? You're still doing something. And it was just, just tripping. It got to a point. I didn't care about... When I got to New York, I was caring about surviving the day. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. it was about surviving the day because you start worrying about what's ahead and you can't even complete the day. So I started to forget about the finish line. How can I survive today? When today is over, okay, tomorrow comes. How can I survive tomorrow? So you got to think about surviving the day, whatever that means. And I used to say, and I wasn't joking, people were laugh. I said, if I have to crawl like a baby, I'll <laughs> crawl across the country. It may take me 200 days, but... I said, guys, I tried running, it didn't work. I tried walking, yeah. it didn't work. And I crawled like a baby, but I got the job done. It wasn't how I wanted it to be done, yeah. but I got it done. So sometime in life, we don't want, we want things to be done a certain way and it doesn't work out. Um, it doesn't necessarily mean it's a fail. It just means that we got to find another way and reroute and, and go for it. So I use this GPS analogy because I, whenever you're driving, you're going somewhere, you miss your exit. The GPS doesn't just shut off and say, well, you missed your exit, we're done. It reroutes. It'll say rerouting. Mm -hmm. So it reroutes and find another path. So you got to find another path and, and go for it. When I was dealing with all these pain, knee was messed up. <laughs> and, and I have to show you, uh, send you some text pictures with my... No, toe. no, it's fine. I, I don't... I would literally <laughs> warn people before on social media, if you don't want to see this, to show the blisters 
and so many underneath the toes, above the toe, and things like that. When when I go through these moments, when these times are there, I have to find a way to yeah. to spend the day and reroute and readjust. And then don't get comfortable though, because as soon as you get comfortable, things will change immediately. Yeah. So I learned that I used to get comfortable in the beginning. Something is going really well. I'm like, this is getting comfortable. Yeah, don't get comfortable. Yeah. And because when you thought that everything is going the right way, boom. And I didn't think my hamstring would ever hurt running so slow at a zone yeah, two. Yeah. And I had a hamstring um, that was messed up. And there was a point in, uh, I think it was later in New Mexico, um, I was just mad about being in pain. Mm. And I said... Frustrated, forget, yeah. Forget this. I'll probably kill myself for tomorrow or for not continuing this. I just started sprinting. I closed my eyes. And I literally started sprinting like I was on a track and I just took off because my I was just tired of going slow and being in pain. So it's almost like you fight the pain, which is not the smartest thing to do. So that day, actually, when I just started, uh, my uh, bell was looking at me and my, my job was like, he came so fast at this five mile mark. And I was like, I just had to, to open it up. And I was just tired of being in pain, tired of going slow. And which is really dangerous because I could have ripped other muscles. Yeah. But when that happened, actually, that was the turning point. Everything shifted from that day, and I started slowing down than that pace for that last mile. But I was moving even a lot faster than the whole day, even like overall. Um, from that that day on, that's when I started actually moving faster and picking up pace. So also yeah. sometimes you just close your eyes and run through the wall. Yeah, I mean, because like there's, there's that's actually like a tactic too, like in in racing. Like if you're yeah. um, you're in a half marathon or a five k or whatever, and you just feel like for some reason you can't. Like that pace that you're running at the moment just seems like you just can't stay there, or you're having yeah. an issue. Um, you know, professionals will speed up and like hit like a you know quarter mile moment where they just go a lot faster than normal. Mm-hmm. Number one, probably to kind of break some people you know that they're running with, but then at the same time, when they slow back down to that pace, you know, you've played a trick on the mind and you kind of like, yeah. oh, this isn't that so pace bad. That was miserable when yeah. you slow back down. But then that 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 but like everything that you're doing like in your life right now the 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 streaking the transcontinental all this stuff is like if if somebody listening to this isn't running at all I mean you could still take from the fact that you know when when stuff is just seeming like it's just you know crazy tough or you just you're just tired of dealing with what you're dealing with sometimes you just have to like close your eyes and just push harder go faster run the wall. yeah try to yeah and. Yeah. Close your eyes and just run through it because it's gonna hurt. That second is gonna, it's not, can't sugarcoat, it's gonna be painful. Yeah. But as soon as you go through that, you're gonna be completely fine. Um, yeah. You'll be fine. And I mean, yeah, just, I mean, it's just in normal life. Sometimes you just have to like put your head down and, you know, and, and gut it out, you know, and then. And after that, you've you know you've tested yourself mentally, and yeah. you know but your body probably didn't change that much that day. But at the same time, like mentally, you mentally you, you went you went there you went there, and now it's like the next day. It's like okay, well, I'm not running as fast as I was just yesterday, but, but so now I yeah here, yeah here, here here we are. Um, exactly. But I like the surviving another day though, because like you know I have a um, you know I, I I went through you know AAM you know Alcoholics Anonymous or whatever, and what yeah, they what they. Oh yeah, thank you, thank you. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm not. Yeah, I, so I, I think. Wait, wait. How many days are? What, what would, What's the fifth? Your fifth year anniversary. Uh, May fifteenth. May fifteenth. Okay, okay. Yeah. So like my fifth year, um, of sobriety is in, oh, like nine days. I didn't even realize it. Nine days. So like, so it's like, 
Big show. You gotta celebrate the small wins. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's a big win. <laughs> yeah, trust, yeah, trust. Big, me. big win. Yeah, I mean, but just like in life, like it's just sometimes you just don't know. Like at one point, if you if somebody told you that you'd be approaching five years, you know, of a run streak, you know, on on day two, there you would have told them that they were crazy. You know, like that's just how that's how it is. Crazy to, to even think that, let alone somebody else. But like for for your run streak for the tra- the transcontinental, I just love the fact that you at one point decided like you know it's one day at a time. You know, like. That's it. And and that's all I mean that's, that's all you can control. That's all I mean you can't control tomorrow, you know, the, it yeah. could be a tornado tomorrow, who knows. But you're going to run the miles that you set out to today, however you got to get there. And then I love like the GPS analogy. I mean you said I think you said that on Rich's show too. But yeah. I just love the fact that like and you compare in originally you said like you you compare just like having a plan B or a plan A or whatever <laughs> and cuz you'll settle for that. Yeah, and it's like, you know, at the it, it's not even a different cuz you you may do something different that day, but you still your overall goal never changed. You still wanted to get to the end of this yeah. race, so your plan B is still, and your, your plan A is still there. You just have to yeah. go a different way to get there, and I just yes, yes, that's exactly. just super dope to me. Because having plan B means that you're just you're just like skipping it. Just yeah, like, it's just like, okay, like eh, I'm, I'm not gonna go to the next one. The <laughs> next one. I mean, uh, I get, I get what people, I get what people are saying. Like you know, like yeah. have a backup plan for like if, in case, but that doesn't mean and, drop it. Having that backup plan doesn't mean to give up on the original plan. Yeah. But if, if you don't care for the original plan, go for the other plan. And that means it's not as important to you, which is okay, too. Yeah, but I mean, that, if, that way you've changed your plan A, you know? Because that's okay. I absolutely didn't like running. Look look at what it is now. Yeah, so yeah, that, yeah. that changed real quick. So it depends on what you really want to make up the other one. But as long as you want to put, you put your full effort in into that, um, I think that's what's um, very important about the whole thing. Well, we're getting to I, this is a I just like like we kicked it in person and I could tell this is going to be tough for me to like stop near an hour. But I have some I got some questions for you just to kind of yeah. like as a recap. But then there's a ton of questions here and I'll try to go through them and see how many we can get to. Let me know if you need to whenever you need to go. Um, but like one thing I want to know, like so you've done this you uh, sixteen hundred sixteen eight hundred you know sixteen what sixteen ninety. 1693. 1693. Yeah. Um, and then you did Transcontinental, um, mm-hmm. all this stuff. What, just if you take a moment, what's one of the things that you've, you've learned about yourself that kind of surprised you? About you? Um, this is not surprising, mm-hmm. but I think it's important to talk about it because I believe in myself more than anybody first. I think that's important. Everybody should believe in themselves more than anyone believes in them. But we're much more stronger than we think we are. Mm-hmm. And and then the reason you should think about this is think about your deepest time when you think you couldn't make it through and you're here. Mm. That's how strong you are. And like, I'm not afraid of anything running anymore. I was never, but now I'm reassured. After the transcontinental, ask me to go run 100 miles with you. I might take 10 days, but I will get it done. But I'm not afraid of it. Mm-hmm. But prior to transcontinental, I love running, yes. But my, I might be like, I don't know if I want to do 100 miles. So I, what I really learned from this transcontinental is... Um, being efficient and I no, nothing running will ever scare me ever ever in my life right it doesn't mean I'll come first I can come last I can come in between mm-hmm. but um it taught me that I'm much stronger than even I think I am even right now that I think I'm right now I'm stronger beyond that and we really don't know that until we push ourselves to the test so our parents always said tell us this um when we're younger you you could do anything you put your mind to we kind of believe in it I kind of believe in it but I don't think we really believe in it until we put it to the test yeah yeah um until you really, really put your running every day now and running across the country. Um, 
Yeah, I, that's dope. I can't do anything I put my mind to. I was like, wow, dad and mom was right. I can't do anything I put my mind to. So really go go do something you put your mind to mm. and you're going to see how. That's what I've learned really out of this. It's not surprising, but it is surprising at the same time because we hear it a lot. Yeah, yeah, we, it's like... But do we really believe it to the core, to, to in, in our bones? Do we really believe it that much? Because if we do believe it, why aren't we going for our dreams and goals? Why aren't we we're not... Why are we afraid of taking these little risks that we're afraid? So you really have to know you can make it happen. You'll be fine. Yeah, and I think that one of the biggest things, like, in order to make those things happen that, you, that you're scared to do... I mean, half the time when people are scared to do it is, you know, because of that, like, um, that, that pressure or, like, the, the outside attention. I mean, because yeah. it's like... The worst worst thing that can happen is that you're just not able to do it, you know, and that's just like the worst thing that can happen. Like, and that's and not even try. that bad. There's no regret. I and, it, and if you're in, in, if you take out like the other part of like caring what everybody really thinks, or yeah. I mean, because the thing is, like half the time we think about what someone else thinks, they may not even think that really. We're think just we make things up. We're projecting. Not, we're projecting. Nature. Yeah, we're projecting what maybe we would have thought about ourselves yeah. if we didn't do it. Yes, um, exactly. But yeah, let me let me jump in um, really quick to see what, what questions we have here. Um, and so one of the uh, like recurring themes in all the questions is how do you work on recovery and like rehab and all that stuff to stay outside of the transcontinental because you like ran with like six yeah. broken legs or whatever um, yeah. on a normal day. Uh, so one of the, the things that's really important is food, honestly. And um, I do believe being vegan, plant based has helped me turn my turnaround is really quick. Um, recovery, less inflammation in the body. That means more blood flow, more a quicker way of recovering. Not saying you can't recover f- good if you don't eat plant-based, but I think plant-based kind of like speeds up a little bit. Um, yeah, but yeah. recovery doesn't have to be sit there in 30, 40 minutes. Realistically, I don't do that. I don't want to come tell you guys I do all these crazy, no. Recovery means I'm watching a TV show for two hours, three, four episodes. <laughs> yeah. I have my leg up on the couch letting the blood flow comes down. That's yeah. recovery. If I'm sitting on the couch in the living room, sometime or on the ground, I put the foam roller under foam my roller, cap yeah. and let it sit on the knot. Um, if I'm feeling a little like lazy, I'm on my back, I'm literally pulling my chest to my knee. I'm opening up my hip, my groin, letting some mm. tension out and flexibility, letting some blood flow. So recovery routine is the little things that you do that adds up. And recovery should be as important as the run itself because if you're not healed, you can't run. Yeah. And I'm dealing with an injury right now, but... It doesn't prevent me to get out and give a little bit. It doesn't mean I need a whole day. It's about volume. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to go run. The month of December last month, I was running no less than 15 miles a day. Some of them straight. Some of them splints multiple. But <laughs> oh now, God. I'm not going to do that. I cut the volume down because yeah. I want this injury to heal quicker. That's going to be really beautiful in my body from a 105-mile week for four weeks. Uh, even this, the second week was like over 150-some miles. But now, I'm going to go to 21-mile week. Mm-hmm. See how much my body's gonna be like. Ooh, okay. I'm not getting pounded as much now. I'm mm-hmm. healing. So it's about volume. If you feel a little beat up one day, you don't have to go ten hours. Go, go, go ten minutes. Go yeah. twenty minutes. Yeah. You know, foam roll, and you don't need any fancy gadget. And I'm grateful to have these tools and stuff. But you don't need it. Softball, baseball, a golf ball. Yeah, lacro- your, lacrosse, you know, lacrosse balls are perfect. Yeah. Go on YouTube. How to use a lacrosse ball? If you don't know you how to use it, you'll find it. Yeah. And. It's just the little things you do. When you're binge-watching a TV series, and I'm guilty of that, put your leg up against the wall, and your leg is going to feel numb. But when you stand up and that fresh blood comes down, you feel like you have a new leg. Yeah, yeah. Flushing the lactic acid and everything out of tiredness out of your legs. Um, sit on a, a, a foam roller for a little bit when you're watching. When you're eating dinner, put a golf ball underneath your feet when you're eating, rolling it. 
Mm-hmm. So these are the little things I do. Even today, um, I make sure I heat up my my shin before I went out there because I have this tool that does that. Yeah. Because I know I'm gonna be in pain once I start to run before I get warm up. So I warm up before I go run. Yeah. Um, little things like that will help. That, it, all right. Well, yeah. So like, I think you answered everybody's question that talked about that. Um, yeah. But so right running has a really, really good question here. Many of us runners make big sacrifices, sacrificing time with family to train, sacrificing hobbies, etc. What are some of the things you've missed out on or sacrificed in order to keep your streak alive? That's from right running. I, um, I won't say missed out on. Um, I have two stories I'll tell you guys uh, about. But if we have to go to a family gathering... Mm-hmm. Okay, I either know I'm going to sacrifice of running late at night, which I don't like, or I got to sacrifice sleep and get up early in the morning and get the run in. And if you don't want to sacrifice sleep, which I'm not, I'm a night or I, I got to go to bed early. Mm-hmm. So if I have something and fam- if I want more time with family, guess what I do? Get up at four in the morning, hella, because no one's up anyway and you get it done. Yeah. If I'm traveling somewhere, flight is at 6 a.m., I get a 2 a.m. run and it's weird and I'm, I feel safe in my neighborhood. And most people know so I won't look like mm. someone's running around crazy, and especially um, at nighttime. Um, so I get up a little early and, and find time. So it's about priority and time management. I'm not saying that everybody has the same amount of time in the world. Uh, uh, in the world, in terms of their work hours, we all have that that time of the day, but yeah, work yeah. hours wise. But if it's a little important about the mentality, is there's a will, there's a way. Um, you might have to sacrifice two hours of sleep and get up early, or sacrifice going to bed a little later. Mm-hmm. And and be up, and you can still make time for these things that are important. And um, GoPro took me to Australia in 2019. Um, when I got offered that, I was like, "Oh my God, I'm going!" But I, I, you know what I said to them? I'm sorry, guys, I might have to decline this offer because I cannot mess up my run streak. Yeah, it's 26 hours. Oh yeah, yeah. You, you can't. Australia. You can't be on a plane. You can't for a whole r- day run. You can't just I, run up and down the aisle. <laughs> I, they might think I'm a terrorist or I'm on drugs <laughs> and, and take the plane down. I'm yeah. in trouble. <laughs> But I, I was as sad it was like, oh my God, you can get to go to Australia and all paid for and with GoPro, one of the biggest companies in the world. I said, I'm sorry guys, I'm not to take this down, but guess what GoPro Dedication. Did? GoPro said that, okay, let's find you the time, the flights, if you have to take multiple flights so you don't miss out on your run streak. Yeah. And example was perfect. So I would get up, I flew to LA, I got my run in there and I woke up at midnight because I kept my East Coast time zone too. So I don't gain an extra three hours by going back I'm, and I got up at midnight the next day uh, and on Saturday. I did a whole YouTube video about it to show people and and got my run in before I got on the next 15-hour flight to get to Brisbane and got my run in before I got another five hours to get to Broome. <laughs> so it was designed in a way where it was so important enough for me yeah, yeah. that on time and we made it happen without me missing a day. Yeah. So the reason I say this story is um, there's always a way. Uh, yeah. It's not white and black. It's... it's it, it, there's always a gray area, so find yeah. your gray area that works best for you, yeah. and make it. Yeah, no, yeah, hundred percent. You just gotta. I mean, it's it it sounds easy. To, it's easier said than done sometimes, but you just have to try to figure it out to the best of your yeah. ability. Yeah, exactly. Um, and and then you know sometimes like if you're commu- if you communicate with family, you know, and you're open and very transparent mm-hmm. about stuff. They'll under, I mean, they understand, and, and sometimes families will help you in that, and they try to yeah. work around it and stuff like that. So it's just, it's a, it's a, it's tough, but you you gotta try to figure it out. And I'm I'm terrible with the balance thing, so I'm taking notes too um, on how to how to kind of make things happen as well. Um, and you, I think you'll like this next question, for, or at least from who it's from. So chasing chasing Jason said, uh, I, I, Jason, <laughs> yeah, Jason, New York Times too. So actually, before I cut you off, when I was getting interviewed. On New York Times, I talk about Jason 
And um, I, I really, I like Jason a lot. I started talking about him, and then that's dope. That was speaking with, and she was like, "Do you, uh, can I get Jason contact?" I was like, "I would love for him to be on." So I contacted Jason. Hey, can I get you? Oh, he's in. He's on the. He's in the article. Yeah, he's an artist. Oh, yeah. that's so dope. <laughs> that's so dope. Go ahead. That's awesome, man. Yeah, uh, Jason's awesome, man. <laughs> so I ran with him like on his day 366 yeah. here um, because, you know, he's had, he started like the leap year or whatever, and it was just really cool. And I'm not really, I wasn't really into streaks or whatever, but yeah. like it was like running with him on that day was just really special for me yeah. to be there too. So I understand why people like drove, you know, yeah. great lengths to come, you know, run with you across, you know, at, Put a certain points of your journey across America because it's like you're doing something that's super positive for yourself, really, but then for others as well. And people just want to be around energy like that. You know, they'll come, oh, yeah, great distances apparently, just to not necessarily be with like you, but want be to be a part of someone that that is doing something like this for themselves and for others so yeah yeah i don't be so like so shocked and one of the things i noticed about you for sure is you're super humble like who was the guy that came to your house um and like surprised you on your last day in at your in your driveway oh casey neistat that's my guy casey yeah yeah so like the 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 like how humble you are you just did all this stuff right you're coming across the country you only got 17 miles left and then obviously like i mean be surprised but then you were like Wait, you came from all the way to California for this? And I'm like, yeah. yeah. Like, what do you mean? Like, you just walked across the whole, I mean, you just ran across the whole country. Like, yeah, he came out for that. Like, well, you know, it's just funny, like, how you just look at stuff and it's like, oh, it's not, it's no big deal. But it really is a big deal. Um, let me just keep going really quick. I just got a couple more. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. i with Jason's question. Oh, yeah, Jason's, yeah, Jason. Oh, did I finish? Oh no, I didn't. So uh, you you have a, you've had a lot of special moments. Uh, what do you consider your proudest accomplishment during your streak? Proudest accomplishment during my my streak. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I guess um, two things, not just one. Uh, besides, like internally, because obviously, what I'm actually answering is none of these would have been possible. But I would say, like, um, honestly, um, being the first black person to to run across the country but also having people believe in themselves and start their own journey i think that's more um prideful to me than anything um i'm actually more excited for people to to accomplish this streak to get out there and work hard um mm-hmm. and get their work in because it shows that i'm not unique and special because a lot of people in the beginning were saying oh you're so lucky your right. genetics you're this and that so when i see other people do it i'm more proud about that and say, see, you can do it too. It's not all about right. me. I saw a gentleman that just came in, um, Pato. Pato is a guy here um, that does streaking and he does all these crazy um, um, distance as well, uh, yeah. 100 milers. So I'm proud of seeing that because it's showing that when Ilya Kipchoge said no human is limited, he's 100% right. I can't run like Ilya Kipchoge right now, but it is possible. If I dedicated 20 years like he did, yeah, right, I right. Yeah. But I can find my own limit and break through it. So my proudest moment is, um, running across the country as the first black person, but also as important as having, being able to inspire people to find their own journey and, and, and do what they're doing. I'm proud about that, that people are able to see that what they can do and they're capable of and change their life um, through running or whatever that may be for them. So it's not just about me. Um, and the being the first black person to run across the country is not even just because it's me, um, just saying that 
little black boy in somewhere of color saying um, whether you're, you're Hispanic, you're, you're from somewhere in the world saying, you know what, maybe I can do something too. Um, it doesn't matter. I can do it. I'm, I'm, as, I'm as equal, I'm as important as anyone in the world. And I think that's important for all of us, whatever your background is. Yeah, that's the, I like the fact that you addressed that, like, you know, that no human is limited. I mean, because it sounds like really hokey to say that or whatever, but I like the fact, I mean, you did say like, well, oh, yeah, if you believe it, you could do it. And But then you just also said, you know, if I if I dedicated my life to, you know, for 20 years like he did, I'd yeah. be able to do it. And I think that that's, I a, I think that's important. I yeah, I think that's important because you got to do the work. Kayla Kipchoge usually lose to a lot of the, the current runners that are out there. Yeah. You see his mofile, you see him against... But Kayla, you see, go look at old videos. Yeah. He can't live in the last few years, but prior to that, this guy was working still. He didn't just wake up. Yeah, right. He's a goat, but because he put the time in, time will tell. Yeah, yeah, I like I like that part. I mean, because like there's people who kind of say that and then just say, oh yeah, you can do everyone to, but then like they they forget to say like, oh yeah, if I you know was did this. Time. Yeah, you got to put the time in. Um, yeah. And, yo, I just, I, I, I asked you for an hour, and I appreciate it so no, much. Right. You're good, yeah. And, You're good. and um, I, I really was happy to have the chance to actually, to actually meet you and, you know, caught you outside of the outside of the party. Oh, one of the questions really quick, I think it was actually a, a second part to Ch- uh, Jason's question, um, was also, what's your favorite daily training shoe? I like shoes, so I really want to know this one. I got a whole closet of shoes. Um Come on, man. You can't mess this up. Oh, this is tough because I love a lot of shoes. And everybody knows, I don't know if you've been paying attention, I wear a lot of hookahs. Yeah, yeah. And hookahs not paying me to say this, but they did send me shoes, and I will not lie about that. I've got shoes sent to me from them. But for me to say what I'm saying, it took me a year of running in hookahs to say this. But reason I like hookahs a lot, there's a lot of varieties. There's a lot of varieties in Nike, too, as yeah. well. Um, but in terms of just purely distance shoes, distance, I'm not talking about fast, man. I'm talking about like Run, yeah. Yeah. yeah, longevity and things like that. I think Hoka's up there. That's some of my favorite. And are, my, you, are you like a Clifton? Do you like the Clifton or something like that? Nah, not a big fan of it, but it's okay. I did my first ultra with the Clifton. Okay. But um, not a fan of the Bondi. I told Hoka, I'm not a fan of the Bondi 7, and I'm not going to. I'm not one of those people just because you gave me shoes or you, you, I'm doing something for you. I can't speak how oh, I feel. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. To let people know the reality. But I didn't like their Bondi's when I was running across the country and I stopped using it. Mm-hmm. And you saw me wearing Nikes, every kind of shoes, even Hoka's again. Um, but I do think they have beautiful Mach 4, Rincon yeah. 3. Yeah. Those shoes are so comfortable and you want to go fast. I saw you wearing the Carbon X3. Yeah. Um, yeah. I have the X2. Uh, and I love the X2, but you were not so much of a fan. I read about what you yeah, said. Yeah, so like the X3 is, I think the X3 just has like, it's a little softer, it, you know? Yeah, it's knitted too, but I haven't like, I saw it in Austin and yeah, my side yeah. there, so I didn't come home with one. But um, I, I love that. And they have like um, the, the Rocket, Rocon, the Rocket the, X. Good, it's quick. Dope. A lot of their marathoners use that. And Dope. it's actually quicker than I thought. But the thing about the Rocket X, if you run slow, when I go on a slow run, I'm dragging my feet. That shoe is so uncomfortable. Is it? But when I start cruising, oh my god! Yeah, it's like it's I, like I'm like, whoa! This is like a complete new shoe because the energy works in a different way. It's not for mm-hmm. shuffling your slow days or. I mean, there's there's a lot of like there's for the Rocket X there's a lot of cushion there like so I mean and it's a really soft shoe even though it has a plate so it's like it's kind of fun to you know to kind of go easier in or whatever but once you start to turn over and go a little faster it almost you're right I mean it turns into a different shoe yeah and I guess we'll make it simple favorite shoes and Hoka right now 
kind of like switching to the ring country every day she's comfortable favorite shoes of nike pegasus 37 i think 38 is not as good it's too thick the yeah. material has changed yeah favorite shoes for saucony um endorphin speed 2 i love that in the yeah, yeah, yeah 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 um and then the nike uh alpha fly next percent okay i haven't real, i yeah. haven't run the alpha flies yet only vapor. Oh my, let me tell you you guys Tommy, the hype is real. People are not lying. I mean, no, I'm saying. <laughs> so like, I I run in the I run in the vapor. Like, I've had the vapor flies. Like, I had like four pair of them, and no, I, oh. I just I just I've no no not the not just the the vapor flies like the 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 um you know the yeah, other the, version. The flies, yeah, so like I've like and I got the the next percent two and all that. I got like the upgrade as well, but I just never. Like I just when I see other people running them, I just feel like people are changing the way that they run because they're so so big. Yeah, and then I mean it's light, it's so loud. I had my music on running, like, <laughs> like I feel like I'm horse galloping. Like yeah, you saw it's like a horse. It's, <laughs> it's, it's loud, but the thing is that thing is bounce bounce back so bad. Like I'm like yeah. whoa, I'm cheating this running thing right now. Yeah, and I love it. It's so expensive, and these shoes I'm buying this myself. So. Um, like three hundred dollars for that, so I'm like, if I'm running in this, yeah. like what I do, I'm like, I'll jump on a treadmill just to like move a little bit yeah. on it, yeah, because it's really comfortable. But like, I I only ran outside with this thing one time. Like, I don't want to dish. Oh, like the, this, yeah. the the Alpha Flies. Oh yeah, because it's, it's three hundred dollars. Oh come on, <laughs> you serious? You so you don't run outside because <laughs> you it's three hundred dollars. I'm like, well, unless Nike sponsors me and send me ten pairs of them, but I want to save oh. it for something special when I. Like, if I go out for a hard workout or a fast run, I think it'll work well. If you go on a, like, I mean, most of the majority of the time that I've been running this year, um, past year, I guess, um, has been just, like, a decent cruising. Mm. Nothing crazy, but nothing slow. But I feel like I want to use it for, like, a, a nice, like, interval, like, progression run, mm. negative splits. I think it's going to be amazing because when I took it out, I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, people love it. I can't, yeah, so I'm going to say it's my baby. It's 275 actually, right now. Yeah. But this, it's my baby, and I got to keep it real. Um... That thing isn't cheap. Uh, if Nike was, was hooking a like, brother up all the time, on. Nike, Nike missing daily. Nike and missing the, the you ball. You have to kind of get used to it, how the front is. Like, there's so much, like, yeah, like, yeah. feel run the pads. You can feel it. It digs into the bottom of my big toes, too. I'm getting comfortable with it. But the back is so comfortable. And then you'll know if you're a heel striker or not because you're, you're going to, that thing forming over there, you're going to shave that thing off like a cheese grater. I feel like. <laughs> yeah, because. You, you will. Because yeah. I can tell, whenever I put my weight on it, it's, like, so comfortable and padding. You can feel like you're laying too much on the heel. So you, yeah. you keep it on the forefront. You get the energy. I think that hype of that shoes, the hype is the hype. Yeah, I mean, no, I, I mean, I believe it. Like, I'm not saying it's it it it's not there or whatever. I I I told somebody the other day, like, I think that maybe I'll 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 get a pair this year. Like, I wasn't gonna do it. No, get it, but don't wear it every day. No, I know. I mean, no, like, I'm for special occasions. Yeah, and, no. And then special occasion could be even if I go run with uh, uh, some good friends, you want to run with, have a good time. Yeah. And those are special occasions. But man, the way I run, like, put miles, I'm starting to swap shoes a lot. Also, because one time, at one point, especially in the first year, I would run four, six. Sorry to cut it, cut it off here. Um, had a little issue. The the uh, the episode went longer than I needed it to at the time, and it timed out. So I had to re-record here or start over. Um, so we missed a little bit. We were just talking about the alphas, and he had to go buy them. So uh, we'll get right back into it. Here we go. Oh, come on. They're like, oh, we're in New York. That's why. I'm like, maybe I should have bought it. You line. can go up to like New Hampshire or something. They don't know yeah. tax. 
but that shoe that yeah the nikes yeah nike can i feel like there's there's no perfect run fit shoes for anybody i will say yeah. everybody has their own um yeah i mean that's that, yeah there's no perfect one shoe fit all yeah. there isn't honestly just just, just try which, just like you said, just like you said that you know everybody's you know, all these other companies out here making making different kinds of bread. It's all different yeah. types of shoes. Try exactly. them, out, try them out. You know, like there's shoe tube, like? there's shoe tubers out there doing reviews or whatever. So just find a shoe that works for you. Exactly. Um, but man, I just gotta say, like you are, you know, like that's all people are saying. There's a bunch of comments or like the looks like questions, but all they're doing is saying that you know, hey, you're amazing. Thank you, your your inspiration. Oh, and I appreciate you too. Man. Meeting you, I was like, wait, I know you on Instagram. Remember when I saw you in Austin? I'm yeah, like, yeah. I know who you are. Yeah, I'm I like, mean, I was like, I, I tried to play it cool. Um, but it's cool. The running community is beautiful. Yeah. Like, you meet so many people. And not even just, you don't have to be a runner. Like, it, just the sports just bring people yeah. together. And, yeah. I, and I love that about it. And there's so many, and even though I run every day, I, I want to see people do better than me. And yeah. there's so many people who are doing much better who are faster than me, stronger than me, and it's not about me trying to be better than them. It's me trying to be the best that I can for myself. So I love people excelling even beyond their capabilities. I like people getting a hang of the streak much quicker than I did. I like people enjoying it before they even start. Um, so they just being motivated to get going. So that's what it's all about. Because, I mean, there's the, the feeling of being happy, I want everybody to experience that because it feels good. Because I've been on the deeper end, and that does not feel good, and I don't want anyone to experience that. So... Thank you for for being you, everybody for being them and and supporting, and we just gotta keep moving forward and put one foot in front of the other every day. All right, man. Well, I was gonna ask you like for you know some final yeah. words or whatever, but you just you, you just did. It. Sorry, I don't want to cut you off. Go ahead. No, no, no. You did good. No. You did good. Yeah, yeah. No, you did good, man. I appreciate it. Um, thanks so much. We're gonna obviously everyone's gonna continue watching you. Um, you. Just know that you're an inspiration. Just know that people are starting new things because of you, even if it's not run streaking. So there's so much to take from, you know, little parts of your story and, and the way that you decided to do certain things and kind of like yeah. just jump out there and take a chance. Yeah. Um, there's so much to learn there and all yeah. that. And I know this is your show, but what got you into running? Oh, man. Why are you going to do that? I want to hear that. Uh, <laughs> so, no. So I it was literally um, a... a not a, not a bet, but somebody somebody invited me and kind of challenged me to run a half marathon with them. It was uh -huh. to, it was to raise money for uh -huh. a, a, a charity called Move for Hunger, um, uh -huh. and I'm like, sure, I'll do it because I was in the gym at the time. I had I was sober for like a year and a half by then. Uh, I had gone vegan a few months before that, so like I had like sobriety plus like this extra energy from the vegan diet, um, uh -huh. and I was in the gym already. So I'm like, you know, might as well try it. And I ran the half marathon, and uh, the kind of joke, and but like I didn't die, you know, like because at one point I thought I probably would die at 13 miles, so didn't die and liked the process, like like the um, the process, but then also the like the self improvement and the feeling of yeah. becoming a better person, even if it's just literally one day at a time, you know, and it's not like because in running you don't see, I mean, if you're not paying attention, you'll look back at like pictures of yourself from three years ago. Um, when you started running, and you'll see like how much you changed. You look at the times that you ran. The last 
I ran like you should look like this. I mean, <laughs> just to kick me out to the side. Yeah, things change a lot. Yeah, and then you look at your times, and you'll and you didn't even know, like, and you feel you still feel like you're slow because you're comparing yourself to other like people. So much, so much yeah. right? And I just like that process, and I just decided to stick with it and see where yeah. the journey takes me, and yeah. and just be ready for whatever's you know next in this running thing. Like the, the like going to Austin and you know meeting you guys and meeting Rich Roll stuff like that. Like. Yeah. I walked in there. I'm like, I don't even know how I'm here, but I'm just going to enjoy the process. You know what I'm saying? So, like, running and just taking those – not just running. Like, being prepared and being open to take the chance for next new opportunities, you yeah. know. And there's plenty is, on the- That's, like, the part – that's life. Like, that's life. Like, the, you know, you're going to get rerouted. But sometimes, like, it's okay to not drive in a straight line. Like, it's it's okay to go which that's way you feel. It's yeah, boring. super boring, you know? So, like, right. just yeah. be, be ready, and if you wake up one day and you say you want to run across the country, I mean, I guess that's what you got to do, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. So, and, guys, Tommy's acting all humbly. This guy is fast. Oh, come on. Fast. Don't, yeah. That's, that's what I got to say. He's, he's sitting there like, oh. No, no. <laughs> he's a fast runner. Um, the guy does very well in the marathon time, and yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, all right. He's the guy that goes and runs in Austin and trying to keep up with this lady that's really fast, and he's able to do that, too. No, even no, if, no. If you go... You didn't finish it, but you you had it in you to even be there to yeah. do that. That's incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Like just to tell that story real quick. I mean, you talked about you know bubbles behind your knees or whatever, but I tried to keep up with her in like eight minutes into this like crazy pace. I just pull. I'm I'm in the bushes, yak, just yakking. Five minutes, what? Five, it was five twenty. Five twenty. Yeah, you survived eight minutes of that. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. it was it was ridiculous. Yeah. And I, I was in uh, Olympia. She's uh, ranks. Yeah, ninth in the world in Doha, Roberta. I actually just saw her before coming mm-hmm. to see to do this. I go on her workout, uh, her run with her. Her her conversational pace is my workout, and I love it. And I don't feel bad about it. Yeah, just keep going. Yeah, conversational pace. Yeah, we'll, we'll be in the sixth minute, thirty sec, thirty something for nine miles, ten miles. I'm like working. Yeah, and she's working. Laughing, I'm like I'm quiet because I'm dying for my breath, but I'm listening to you. It's not like yeah, I'm just yeah, you're, like, you're like keep talking, like, keep talking. That's yeah, like conversational, it's an unreal, and she's yeah. trying to um, break the American record in for, two weeks. For oh, for the um, oh, for the in, in in Houston. Uh huh. Are you going? I don't know if I'm gonna be there because I have to. Um, I have something else that I might have to be in Austin for. But yeah, she's gonna be in Houston. Yep. Uh uh uh. Yeah, yeah. So I, I know what you, how that feels like. But sometimes I'm like, even she would invite me to run. I'm like, do I really want to go run with you? Yeah, no, like, it's like, it's like you say, you say yes to the opportunity. Yeah, but that's the way you get better. You put yourself around people. And um, just to add to that, there's a 15-year-old that I run with, Alex. Um, since he was 13, we I went on a 5K race. I came in first place in my age group, but he beat me. Yeah. And he was 13. And then I saw him as a 13-year-old. I was like, I need to befriend this guy. I'm going to be friends with him because... You got to put yourself next to people who are, it doesn't matter if they're older than you or younger than you, don't feel embarrassed. If you want to be better, two years now, we're still friends. I've done a, a five, I've done a workout with him, trying mm-hmm. to be my PR on the 5K and I got mm-hmm. injured, um, 18 minutes. Yeah. Um, but this guy, 15, when I met him at 13, he was running an 18 minute uh, 5K. Now at 15 years old in high school, he'd run a 15 minute, 55 second 5K. But and I still hang out with him. I run yeah. with him. I want to be better. Right. So guys, put yourself around people who are better than you. Yeah, that's, that's what you. 
But yeah, I mean, that's that's is what it is. And then it's just a fun, if you look at it right, like I didn't, it wasn't a success, you know, for yeah. me or that day, but it was though. And I never, I didn't regret any moment of it. Even, yeah. even when like all I did was just pull over to the side of the road, hand them a <laughs> throw yeah. up and wait for them to come back. And I joined them on the way back. <laughs> you stepped up. It was about yeah. stepping. Yeah, that's step up. Yeah. Just do your best and you did your best then. And you'll, and you'll never, and you'll never forget some of the opportunities, you know? Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, thanks, man. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for all the stuff that you do. We cannot wait to see what is next Thank for you, I, and yes. we will oh, be tuning I, in. I can't wait to share with you what I got in plan. I got in store. I, let's just, let's just fix this chin right here, and then you guys will see. All right, yo, yeah, text me and tell me what it is. Don't, te- don't send me. I, I like transparency, but I don't want to see, like, the, the blisters or whatever. Just send me. Nah. I won't show you the blessing. Yeah, send me, send me the dope stuff. You I can send you some, the, the swelling of the ankle and the knee. Oh, no, and, yeah, and then also tell me the dope stuff you're about to do. Tell me that, and then show the, the bad stuff. Yeah, for sure. All right, man. Well, I pre- Thank you so much, guys. If you're listening to this still, please make sure you remember to run, eat, sleep, and repeat. Exactly. All right, guys. Thanks, Hella. Man, oh man, when I tell you, um, I left out of this episode or t- his conversation with him um, just pumped and hyped, ready to go, man. Like, I, I see why his following grows so much and so quickly, and I see why people follow. I see why his hella good family uh, shows up whenever he's there to run. Um, I think he just did something like in. in um, in Africa, and he, I think he was just stopping through and had some time or something, and people showed up so he could get a, they can get a few miles in with the guy. So um, make sure you follow if you don't already. Um, you are missing out for sure. Follow, check him out, and all that good stuff, man. Um, make sure you subscribe to this uh, podcast. Make sure you jump over to Instagram at the Run Eat Sleep Show to follow and uh, you also get to see the live shows and all that good stuff as well so check out all the videos there check out all the episodes and then also uh if you go over to at uh if you go to instagram i mean i'm sorry uh, youtube go to tommy runs uh episode 71 and forward will be on youtube for quality purposes and not having to worry about connection issues and stuff like that and then also the audio will be a little bit better too so check it out youtube just look uh, uh search tommy runs it'll be there uh and then f- subscribe to us on uh instagram at the run eat sleep show and subscribe to the podcast follow us on instagram subscribe on youtube what yeah subscribe on youtube and the podcast goodbye man love you guys run eat sleep repeat <laughs>